I don't know. Illusion, <laughs> the, the illusion of Gaia is truly is truly a trip in storytelling. It is that. And with that, let's let's use that as a as a lead in. Okay. Yeah. Welcome everybody to episode ten of the Retro Breakdown. We're doing things a little bit differently this time. The first nine episodes have involved the two of us basically introducing the podcast and ourselves sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> sometimes we forget. And then just talking about like what we're doing this week and gaming news and basically just sort of like casual conversation for a bit. And then we skip to an ad break and then we and then we do the actual retro breakdown that the podcast is named for. This week, we're going to cut that first part out. We're going to go right into it and start talking about Illusion of Gaia because that is the game on the docket this week. And um, and I would like to hear if you like this format better. It will most likely... We're just starting to record, so I can't say this for sure, but this will most likely result in a much shorter and more concise podcast. You won't get our random musings on random game stuff, but... If it's somehow as long <laughs> as previous podcasts, we really, we really do ramble a lot. It, it, it may be that it's just, it, it's, that's an us problem. <laughs> we'll find out. Stay we tuned. will find out. But uh, yeah, so, so we're going to try this format out at least this week, maybe for a couple more weeks and see how it works out. And how it works out is largely determined by whether you guys like it. Mm-hmm. So Illusion of Gaia, I spent, uh, this is the first game since we started doing the podcast that I actually took multiple weeks to finish. Yeah, it was like four play sessions, I want to say. Six. Six, really? Yeah. Some of them were, some of them were short, like only an hour or two long, but yeah. I I know this because I have been downloading all of the play sessions and editing them for YouTube release. Oh, that's right. Where, where, Where could we watch that? uh on my youtube channel which has a messed up oh that's right it has a messed up web address <laughs> because i don't have enough subscribers on my channel yet More to uh, actually <laughs> you can uh you can follow me at twitch.tv slash time wanderer which is where the the game was originally streamed and then someday i will make a, a bot command that points people towards the youtube channel now that i'm actually putting effort into it it will happen it, yeah, it, I, I've really enjoyed actually like it's not so much that I've enjoyed putting content on YouTube so much as I've enjoyed like the building the, the skills to actually like start doing that. Yeah, that makes sense. Like learning the video editing and learning how to like actually learning how to actually cut up episodes and and put it all. Th- Wait a minute. We're supposed to be talking about Illusion of Gaia. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> we just can't not. We okay. can't not for Sorry. two seconds. So, so wait, wait, wait. You can you can watch this on YouTube if you if you can figure out the random numbers of letters at the end of YouTube. I'll link it somewhere. <laughs> it's probably a good thing to link it now since I actually I have episodes scheduled through October. Oh, sweet. So, like, it's if you missed it, you'll get to see it there. I, I this is actually about Illusion of Gaia, and I do highly suggest watching it if you haven't, because there are some really good, really good moments of just holy crap! I can't believe this is going on, and, and Dean's reactions to them were, were very enjoyable. There's a lot of there's a lot of holy crap in that game. Like this, like Illusion of Gaia, I expected a 
you know, I expected sort of a, like, you know, a, a JRPG story. <laughs> yeah, well, because I think, I think you know, before we talk about the story, because that's clearly the, that's clearly that's the, 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 ex, the exciting yeah. part. Let's, let's mm-hmm. talk a bit about how, how did you feel? So I played this game back on the Super Nintendo. I had mm. rented it. Mm-hmm. Um, I got about halfway through and then I gave up. I just, we, we, we had to return it and I didn't really feel like renting it again or trying to finish it or whatever. Cause I was in that one middle temple that everybody kind of complains about Yeah, Moo. that you were. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you were like, that's like, and I was I, like, I'm good. Um, I actually edited the episode for that a couple days ago. And there was like 15 minutes where I can't like where I've killed all the enemies and I'm going back to find a different save point so I can <laughs> switch my character. Oh yeah. And yeah, it yeah. is just being it is just being lost yep and so like i literally just like i literally was editing it and i was like i'm gonna speed this up i'm gonna (laughs) gonna just run this part and i'm gonna put an over i'm gonna put text on the screen it's like i got lost i'm saving you some time exactly and that's so i just speed it up to like seven times (laughs) and it's like okay we're back and I mean, so I, I had played it then and then I played it on an emulator, I don't know, like, you know, 10 years later or whatever it was. Um, mm-hmm. So how did it feel to you to play the game? What what did, what was the, how, how did the gameplay feel for you? Okay, so the gameplay is, I would, I would refer to the gameplay as solid. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it, I mean, it's, 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 it's that's a, that's a generic descriptor for a fairly generic in terms of gameplay i would say that's it's it's not it doesn't like blow your mind but it's good right it's yeah it's fine it's it is zelda style combat Mm -hmm. you have sort of a a generally a sort of top-down type of perspective um you have depending on what character you are at the time you have a thing that you can swing at enemies and you know, and hit them and do damage. And as you go on, you get more abilities that you can that you can use that are some of which are really, really useful. Like I really, really liked Will's uh, like slide tackle. Oh, yeah, that's cool. Like that. That move like looks good, feels good. You can get like double damage if you like if you use the momentum right. Yeah, uh, some you of have eye frames on it. Use. Like it's real good, real, real good. Um. I think the the thing that stuck out to me when I was watching you play it again was I, I remember my first time playing it and you unlock Frieden. Like mm-hmm. so you so you, you yes. without getting too much into why you're doing this, you, you enter like a portal room and then you can switch your body from young will, which they like to remind you that it's young will because young you will are a child. every time. Switch uh, to young will. <laughs> Only young will can use this ability. <laughs> right so And like I thought that they were t- <laughs> trying to tell me that there would be an old will, but there isn't. No, they just want to let you, they just want to remind you that you are playing as a boy. Yes. Um, but so I remember thinking that, oh, this is cool. There's going to be a couple different characters that you can be like, you're going to get choice mm-hmm. to be different yes. things or it's going to actually matter to be different yes. people. And I think that was my biggest disappointment with the, with the, with Frieden as a character is that that's mm-hmm. it. That's pretty much all you get until the very end of the game. It is and like... even then he's the same thing just with like a bigger sword, more or less. And you less abilities. I mean? Right, yeah. So I thought that was sort of a, that was kind of a letdown to me. I, I, I actually I mentioned it to be better. I mentioned that on one of the last, I, I think on the last play session is like, okay. man, like I've gone through this whole game and I was really excited because you go into this, what is essentially a save room. Mm-hmm. And in the save room, you talk to fate, no big deal. Yeah, you talk to, you talk to Gaia, the mother of all life. 
who reminds you that she is in fact the Gaia, the mother of all life, every time that she has something to say to you. Well, you're just a like, boy. After hey, all. I'm Gaia. I'm forgot. the mother. I, I'm Gaia, the mother of all life. I have some advice for you. Use slide tackles. <laughs> it helps in these ways. God, that's so, so stupid when you put it that way. <laughs> yeah, oh. it's 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 like that. Basically, every time you get a new ability, or there's a new mechanic being introduced, it's always <laughs> like you go up to the save point, and it's like, hey, this uh, this move will help for these things and it's the same thing that the game already told you but it's like in case you forgot right and yeah, it's yeah. also it's, it's also like given screen tip yeah it, it's it's also giving it to you at the save point where like hey you're about to have to use that yeah bt dub and um, i think that was the, the so the switching characters thing though it bummed me out because every time it gave you that option in a dungeon, you're like, oh, mm-hmm. I guess I'm supposed to just do this. Yeah. Like, there was no real... It gives um, it to you at the time that you have to do it. So it's like, oh, well, okay, we're doing this so, now. And I think that's sort of like a forced puzzle. And it's just, it's not a puzzle. It's just like forced gameplay. Yeah. I don't know, it's it's kind of... It's like... It was when, just kind of, eh. It didn't age as It's well. a puzzle in the same way as like, hey, I can't go forward, but there's a lever on the wall. Mm-hmm. And it's like... I should, I guess I should probably pull the lever because they wouldn't put it there unless I needed it, right? And then you yeah. pull the lever and then the way forward is... It's essentially having a box puzzle in 2020. Like, when, when I play a game and there's a box puzzle, I'm like, mm-hmm. why? How is this... How how did anybody think this was an okay design design decision anymore? Like, it's stupid in Zelda 64, but at least it's... it was the first time that it was... Like, like it was cool because it was like, oh, this is neat. It's the 3D space that you're navigating around. And I realize we're getting sidetracked, but... No, I, I, I wouldn't say, like, I think that you're right in that it's a very shallow design principle. Like, it is basically giving, I mean, it's essentially, it's really not designed as a puzzle. It's designed as, like, here's the thing you need minutes. at the moment you need it. You don't have to wonder about it. It's like, if if Frieden is available in the save room that you hit, it's like, switch to him, you're about to need him. Yeah. They don't, like, they they're not trying to obfuscate that at all. So I would hesitate to even, mm, I guess, really call it a puzzle. No, like, I just, I, I meant it. I just, I called it a puzzle, but I just meant it as a gameplay choice. It's not even like a, hey, play this character. It could be fun. I just wish that there was a, yeah, a you little get more him when you need him, and then when you don't need him anymore, they take him from you. Yeah, there's like another save thing. When you so maybe he's, he's basically like, um, what's a what's a good example? It's like. It's like you're playing a, a level in Super Mario Maker and you're given a power star because you need to run over spikes. Oh, sure. Yeah. It's like you don't get to use that power star in the way that you actually want to. It makes you really powerful and it's cool, but you're being given it right here because you specifically need it for what's ahead of you right now. Yeah, and you need it for and the as exact soon as, amount of time. Yeah, that you and as soon for. as you're done with it, you're like, you don't have it anymore. And you yeah. won't be given it again until you specifically need it for what the game specifically wants you to use it for. Yeah. That's, and that's, I, that's a good I way to share in it. your disappointment when like in the first dungeon, the first proper dungeon mm-hmm. where you're introduced to Frieden for the first time. And it's like, hey, now you get to be this cool, like, like you get to be this cool, dude. like Lufia two sinistral. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> with uh with his cool sword and he's got like he's got like more power and he's got extra reach and like he's way stronger in combat mm-hmm. and that's kind of his job for the most part um it like it feels really good to play as him and then it sets off this idea because like when you walk into the save room the save gaia where you go to save and heal is in the middle 
And then there's two forks on the left and right. And Frieden is the fork on the left. And then the fork on the right is just empty for 95% of the game. And you spend mm-hmm. that whole time thinking like, well, there's there's a transformation thing over on the left where I can become this other character. So what's like, obviously we're going to get another one and there will be another one on the right. And I'm excited to see what that is. Well, and the and thing what's... is, you do get that eventually, but mm-hmm. it is like a it's like an end game God mode form rather than <laughs> something that they actually use throughout the game. And it is yeah. cool, but like you don't get to use it for nearly long enough. And I'm just kind of disappointed that it wasn't as big of an impact. It wasn't as big of a part of the game design. Most of the game's design is just switch back and forth from Will and Frieden and get some new powers for them. Yeah, which isn't isn't a bad thing. I just hope I wanted more. And, and what's really funny is I didn't have the instruction manual because I had rented it. Mm. And in the instruction manual, they show you both Frieden and Shadow. And they tell you where oh, you wow. get them. They're both just there. Actually, the the first page of the instruction manual literally shows you the fight with the final boss. Of course, you don't know it's the final boss, but... Oh, wow, you, it really does. It's one of those moments where you're like, what? So today is the first day I've ever actually looked at the instruction manual, and it's quite funny how much it shows. And there's, there's an entire... So the instruction manual looks like it ends at page 27, but that's just where the strategy guide that came in the instruction manual is. Like, so, so here's like... Page one, it's actually page four, but it's like the first page after the table of contents. So it's essentially page one. Mm -hmm. So the story of Illusion of Gaia. Yeah, let's uh, just jump into the story. So as a as a a general as a general overview, because there's a lot to go over. But generally, the idea is there is a comet heading towards Earth and like it's going to and it causes like mutation and evolution. Makes people naughty. Yeah, basically. And they do it, bad it, things. It, it brings up it brings up everyone's like bad impulses and it it causes illness and all sorts of evil effects. Mm-hmm. And and I had sort of like I had sort of thought of it as like, oh, it's going to like enter the atmosphere as it like mm-hmm. goes by. And the, you know, the energy from the comet passing by because it's in like orbit is going to cause all of these bad effects because it's got like this sort of magical power or whatever. Sure. The first page of this instruction manual, page four, <laughs> just shows the comet hurtling directly towards Earth. Yeah, oh yeah, like no, on they a collision the course. Bush. And I'm like, <laughs> that's not what I that's not what I envisioned. Like it really just kind of looks like it's going to slam down in the ocean like Lavos. Yeah, oh no, it's it's that's a hundred percent Lavos. <laughs> I mean, like a lot of the way that they refer to it, like reminds me of Lavos. Mm-hmm. Like it, not just La- like guess, not just Chrono Trigger Lavos, but the way they refer to it in uh, Chrono Cross too. Technically, like, this came out first though, so I guess this. It's true. Me. It's true, and from a different company. Yeah. Shout outs to Enix and Quintet. I was about to say, wait, Square Enix. Then I was like, oh no, no, no! I'm sorry. No, that's just, not then, that, not yet, <laughs> not not for a couple more years. I think it was. Yeah, I think it was. It was like around 2000 or so. That it they was early, yeah. It was early early 2000 or 2000. Yeah. So yeah, it was. Uh, it did. It had a lot of the same sort of energy, if you will, where it's like, yeah, this oddly shaped star, which literally shows up in the sky as red at mm-hmm. one point, um, just like Lavos. It's like, yeah, it's going to get close and it's got all this like, you know, it's got some bad juju. It's going to yeah. make people do bad stuff. It's going to cause like evolution and mutation, which is actually like what 
that's actually like the plot of Chrono Cross is like mm-hmm. fragments of fragments of Lavos broke off. Like that's that's what the frozen flame is, right? Yep. Yep. Is like it's a piece of Lavos and everyone that comes into it becomes like corrupted and starts evolving along a different path that's sort of contrary to natural order. What was some quote unquote supposed to be. Right, right, right. And that's basically what caused humans and why humans are destroying the environment because we're not living in harmony with nature because we've been corrupted by Lavos. Yeah. That's the whole like, and that's kind of the whole thing about this too. It's like, yeah, the comet puts off bad energy and it it makes people do bad things. So with that in mind, let's talk about people doing bad things. (laughs) What is the first what what's the first bad thing that happens? I actually can't remember now. What, what? Um. Okay. The first like really really big bad thing that happens, or like just like sort no, of annoyance. The level. first the first I would let's no, let's start let's start with your favorite character because I think that's probably the first like what the hell's happening in this story? Yeah. Like I I was just sort of like I was playing it like a standard like a, a standard jrpg where it's like talk to people you're sort of getting to know the people around town and what they like to do you got your little hideout with your with your with your friends and then it's like okay i guess it's time to go home now and then there's this random girl in your house and it's like hey what's what's going on actually no let's let's back up further than that there's a random pig in your house and i'm there's like a random cool. pig and it doesn't tell you anything about it. So it's like, cool, you have a pet pig. That's that's neat. Because, like, we're oh, that's just right. getting was, was to that, know the character. Was that the first so, time like, you're really in your house? I think so. I think you might be right. So, like, you you walk in there and it's like, there's a pig there. It's like, oh, that's weird. We have a, I guess we have a pet pig. Because, <laughs> like, you're just learn, you're seeing everything for the first time. Like, you're just like, oh, I guess, you know, Will has a pig. Chrono has a cat. You know, sure. that's just our, that's our pet. It's a little, you know, it's a little fishing village. It makes sense that you'd have sort of like livestock as a pet. I'm sure there's farms around. That's a thing. But that pig is destroying your living room. Yeah. And then you go up and talk to it. It's like, okay, let's pet the pig. And it's like the pig is the pig is tearing things off your shelf and (laughs) and ransacking your living room. And I was like, no, you you have to remember. It's even funnier when you think about the fact that it's not supposed to be a hog. It's supposed to be this tiny pig like. Like a fifteen-year-old girl is holding it in her arms, and it mm-hmm. looks small there. So yes. like it's this little tiny pig just breaking all the shit in your house, like a squirrel, basically. Yeah. Like a squirrel with less agility. <laughs> and then you, and then it's like you go over to it, and it's like, yeah, it's it's breaking all your shit, and you're like, okay, well, I guess I can't do anything with that. Let's go upstairs. No. Then he no, walks yeah, yeah, over right. to there's, you. There's no rhyme or reason. You're just in your own house. And you're like, all right, I don't know what's happening. Yeah, I, clearly I can't do anything with this. Like, right. I, I, the, the natural, the natural, like, course of action here is stop the pig from ruining your, uh, you ruining your house. But like, that's not an option. So it's just like, all right, I guess I'll just or go upstairs. At least figure out what you did to wrong the pig. <laughs> like, let, like, let's, uh, I don't know what, uh, I don't, I don't know what to do. So I guess we'll just go to bed. So you go upstairs, <laughs> yeah, the go pig upstairs. walks over to the stairs and just shoves you out of, out of the way. And it's like, okay. <laughs> like, no, you can't Why? go upstairs. And then down the stairs comes Kara. Now, first of all, 
why wouldn't the pig let you go upstairs? I don't, I don't know. I, I like the way I it's framed. It looks that. like it looks like the energy being given off by that scene is no. My master is coming downstairs. Move aside, pleb. <laughs> Move aside. Says the pig. Says the to the, the and, human. Now, mind you, the pig doesn't actually talk, which would be fine no. in a JRPG. Like animals talk sometimes. Like that would be okay. Yeah. This is right. this is just a normal pig. Yeah. Just just, just chilling. It's no big deal. Mm-hmm. Just getting in your way. <laughs> just, yep. Because Kara's on the scene. Yeah. Dean's favorite character. So like, so like, <laughs> that's how you're introduced to Kara. Is there's a pig wrecking your house? And you go upstairs to see what the hell's going on. And then the pig shoves you out of the way so that she can come downstairs. And then it's like, oh, who are you? And then she just starts insulting you. <laughs> She's like, my God, your house is so small. Your grandparents are so loud. You're no, no. Why are you no, so scruffy no, looking? The, the grandparents being loud is so much better because she, she's really rude. And she asks you, she randomly just says, do you have a piano? And, and you're like, what? Why? Okay. Yeah, that that follows from a conversation where she's like, oh, I've been looking for you, but like it, it's something along the lines of like, I've been looking for you, but you're scruffier than I imagined. I'm disappointed. And, and then Will's the like, okay, is, that's kind of rude. And then and she's, she's like, like, do you, you have, have a piano? piano? And then and then you're like, no, but my grandparents can sing. And she's like, oh my god, they're so loud. They're so <laughs> I heard they were singing. They're so loud. Like. I understand they're trying to paint the picture that she's supposed to be like a, a you know, kind of like a bratty person that gets anything she wants because she's the princess. Um, let me read you her. Uh, let me read you her character description. Yes. Yeah. Kara, princess of Edward Kingdom, which, by the way, we never actually address Edward Kingdom. That's just what it's called. It's just oh, yeah. like, why is it called Edward Kingdom? Shut up. It's called Edward Kingdom. It's Edward Kingdom. Shut up. <laughs> Has led a sheltered life. She is stubborn and insists upon doing whatever she wants. Kara sometimes causes trouble with her spoiled ways, but she can actually be helpful in some situations. In some, actually in some. Like, the, like <laughs> page eight of the instruction manual is bargaining with her being a trash character. Like, yeah, she's real garbage, but like, you'll need her once or twice. The translator of this is like, God, why do they get together in this game? <laughs> yeah, because that's a thing. That, so that's the introduction. What we're what we're ranting on right now is basically the first hour of the game. And and we also learned like the, <laughs> the story. And this is so off the walls, <laughs> like in the same. This is the same 15 minutes of, of conversation. Actually, if you're reading it on your own and not tr like not with other people you're going to mm -hmm. go through this conversation super quick it's it's like snap snap you know what i mean like, yeah pretty much uh so it, it, right after this your grandparents come down kara gets doesn't she get taken away by guards yes while you're upstairs you're upstairs, you're upstairs your talking to your grandparents after she like insults you and everyone you love <laughs> um <laughs> after after her pig ransacks your living room and she doesn't apologize no <laughs> No, yeah, she doesn't even, she doesn't care. It, like, so the guards take her away to go home because she's not supposed to leave the castle or something right. like that. She basically snuck out. And and then your grandpa's like, yeah, I helped design a torture chamber in the dungeon. Mm -hmm. It makes me sad. Oh, what's for dinner? Mm -hmm. like, yeah. <laughs> the conversation is just. It goes, he's basically, just... Dis he's basically lamenting his war crimes. And then he's like, well, that's enough of that. 
I'm uh, I'm hungry. And then Kramer's like, oh yeah, how about some snail pie or some nasty trash? Like I understand they're trying to uh, to make it seem like you know it's it's like Lord of the Rings or like some high fantasy thing where you you just put things together that make no sense and everyone's like, oh, oh that's funny because it's it's a yeah, different yeah, yeah. reality. Well, and like you later find out that your your grandparents are from some like they're from some like like tribal village. Oh, not, that's not... right. That's right. They're they're from like a they're from the same tri the same village or whatever as Lily and they're yeah. like kind of forest spirits because Lily That's, can like transform into a dandelion which is yes. never really addressed it's pretty much only utilized in one scene to make a young boy really sad <laughs> well it is used to great effect there but it's also used for her like I would say the way that they use that power primarily is for her to accompany you in dungeons and be able to talk to you. Oh, but that's them right, that's not right. actually have to put her on screen. She can be Navi. Yeah, she basically she basically like transforms into a dandelion, hangs out in your pocket, and then just like Navi's around. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty much that's pretty much it. So so then your grandparents like you should go save 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 Kara right? And I'm like I now the my player am like I don't want to. Don't you have a conversation and then have dinner and then you're like, hey, go save her. <laughs> so, no, the next day. the Oh, that's um, right. The next day. That's right. Yeah. The next right. day, the king summons you. So you were saying, like, oh, what, is that's the, right. what is the worst really bad thing that happens? Right. Yeah. Um, So the king summons you to the castle and asks for like a crystal ring that mm -hmm. your father left you. Okay. And oh, that's right. So your father. So it, this is addressed in the instruction. Oh, manual yeah, yeah. We should we should talk about Will's father. The the yeah, game literally opens with Will talking about like, yeah, we went on an adventure to the Tower of Babel. Yeah, and, the super um, hidden temple or yeah. tower that you're trying we, to unlock the secrets of. And I was there with him. But then like some bad stuff happened and he had to stay there. And I he let he helped me escape, but he didn't make it out. So my my whole raison d'etre, my whole like. <laughs> My whole purpose in life is I'm going to be an adventurer and I'm going to get back to that tower and I'm going to save my dad. I think which, in the manual which we'll says he get doesn't back remember to later. Like, something weird. Hmm? I think Will has some weird memory loss with it, too, or something. Something I, I, like that. Like he, he went there and he can't remember what happened or. Yeah, he can't remember the specifics of what happened maybe to his dad or something. He just like that. he just knows that his dad was there. Yeah, and he was dead. there with him, and he has to go back, and he has to go back and get him. Something like I think that. that. I think that's what it was. I don't remember exactly, but it's 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 something it's along those lines. Anyway, <laughs> oddly enough, it doesn't matter as much as you might think it does. So you go to the castle, and um, because you're summoned, You've and been he's summoned like by the king, and the king is like, "Hey, bring that ring. I know, I know, your dad left that ring in your possession," and you're kind of like, "No, he didn't." I don't know. I don't have it. I don't know what, I don't you're, know talking what you're about. talking about. Yeah. So, um, but you go anyway to be like, Hey, your highness, I'm here, but I don't have a thing. Um, I, I, I don't know what you mean. And then to the ten, dungeon <laughs> and then 10,000 years dungeon, like literally just like thrown, like hey, your grandpa helped design <laughs> immediately thrown in a cell there's a skeleton in the in the cell next to you and it's like oh you're you're being left here to rot yep and then your dad talks to you through the flute yeah cuz will has a flute and he can kind of spin it around and it lets him move statues which is honestly kind of an underused mechanic 
Yeah, it is. Actually, the whole flute sort of is in some ways. Well, I mean, considering it's your primary weapon for most of the game, you literally just bash things with it. Oh, that's true. I'm thinking, I was thinking of the musical note part. Yes, the musical part is vastly underutilized. I suppose it's utilized quite often if you think about it as a weapon. (laughs) Honestly, I think the first half of the game feels very different than the second half. Mm Because the first half goes out of its way to introduce you to the flute as a primary mechanic. Yeah. It can, you can use it to hit things as a weapon. You can, um, you do a lot of like playing music. You learn, like you learn songs that go in your inventory and you use them kind of like Ocarina of Time style where you have to like use the right song in the right spot to, to have, to create an effect. And there's a lot of that. There's like three or four songs that you get in like the first few hours. And you have to play this song here and that song there and they all do stuff. And and then you have to like do sort of uh, you mentioned like block pushing puzzles. Mm -hmm. Like I would argue the the like pulling statues with the little flute spinning thing is kind of a like they kind of use that for block pushing. Yeah, I I have to say somehow in older games, a a quote unquote like a block pushing puzzle is not as frustrating as it is now in in a game. So it's, it's, it's hard to. I feel like it's it's no different, but we kind of expect it. Yeah, and it's somehow, it's usually faster. Like, for some reason in a game, it doesn't matter how strong the person is. Once they have to push that block, they they, they yep. suddenly are, like, half the strength that they were and, and move it a third or a fifth yep, of you, the speed. It's like, what you are you get doing? the grunts where it's like, oh, this is so Ugh. heavy. But in, like, the previous scene, you know, he, he picked up a, a tree trunk or threw somebody, like, a thousand right. yards. But now suddenly this standard but now you, box like, is hard you can You can even hear, so like, I'm going to give you the cadence, right? <laughs> I'm going to give you I'm going to give you the cadence that it happens with and tell like, tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> like. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's yeah. the speed. <laughs> that's the like sound one, of anything like, you're moving slowly going forward. Yep. One space at a time. They still do. Even in the Avengers game, they did it. Now you're playing as the Hulk. <laughs> I had to push a box. Are you serious? <laughs> Maybe I was Kamala actually when I had to do it. I don't remember. But either way, she's still a superhero and she's super strong. Yeah, like and also you're playing as the Avengers. Why make why make people push boxes? The only That's time a box fun. puzzle is okay in a video game is if they're going to make a completely open world game where you can do crazy stuff with it. Like yeah. where you where, where there's like Breath physics the and style. you can stack them and do all kinds of fun stuff. Then if you want to have a box puzzle, then I don't care. Yeah. Then maybe Breath maybe of the you're... Wild and use the use the the mag the magnet rune or the stasis rune or whatever. So oh, you yeah. do like weird physics stuff. That's yeah. Fine. So that that kind of stuff. A okay. Don't don't ever make me push a box again. I, I I hate it so much. It makes me think you're you you're lazy and you have no idea what you're doing. But that's another topic for another day. But like when <laughs> or maybe but, not. But in terms of like, in terms of like games from the nineties. Yes. It just like I feel like it's just kind of expected. It's it's you just kind of do it. Yeah, especially in, in a game like Illusion of Gaia, where it's it's not it's not quite as frustrating because you're like, oh, this is the thing that you're supposed to do with this. Okay, fine. Like, I don't right, I don't know right. why it doesn't bother me quite as much. It should. It's the same thing, but it's maybe it's because of the time and you're you, you really do have to judge things. It's it's sort of unfair to take a game out of its time, put it in your time, and then say, oh, this is like really stupid if you're actually trying to judge the game. Now, if you're trying to compare it sort of where we are, you might say that's an annoying thing to have to do, right? Sure. Um, sure. But anyways, so 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 yes. The, the box puzzle of, of the with your telekinesis. Magic yeah, and powers. it's not bad that like the things move fast, but like yeah. they introduce you to like, OK, the flute is magical. 
because you can communicate with people through it and you can use it to like move stuff around and you can use it to play music and you get different songs that have different effects for different situations. And these are all things that are introduced to you in the first like two or three hours of the game and used repeatedly. Mm -hmm. And it feels like those are going to be core mechanics of the game that they're going to build on. And with a few exceptions, they mostly abandon all of them by the second half of the game. Yeah, totally. I mean, yeah, no more music. Um, I mean, you still use it as a weapon, but like you get different abilities like the slide tackle is way it's still like swing your like swing your flute and bash people with it is still Chaos like tackle. your most basical is basical basic it's, <laughs> it's your most basic attack but like you get better clashes. forms of attack that don't involve it at all as right. you as you go on and like the music is aside from one notable scene which I'll get to um is basically not really used hardly at all and you do still have to like pull stuff around and I actually like that's used in some clever ways, but not really that much. And maybe that's a good thing because again, block pushing puzzles. Yeah, that's fine. I, I remember I there was, there's one dungeon in particular that I w remember. And it was the early one. I think it was the first one. It's the Incan ruins. Um, I remember being like super, super impressed by the, like there's a super clever puzzle in there. Oh. And it's it is essentially a block pushing puzzle, but the puzzle is basically that you have statues that you have to push onto switches, which mm -hmm. is like the most basic block pushing puzzle. Sure. But the thing is, um, those statues actually come like they actually animate and come to life and attack you when you get close to them. Oh, so you have to you have to. use. So like the puzzle the, is the you have thing? to you have to use your like your flute pull ability to like pull them close to you without getting right up next to you so that okay. they remain statues and you have to like sure. pull them all into position using that power yeah without like without actually pushing them manually or getting too close to them and i, I was like, like that. that's really like that's a really interesting way to use those mechanics together i yeah. really i think that's really cool that's probably the last interesting way they use that mechanic in the game <laughs> Jesus, and it's like five or six hours in or at least five or six hours in in like stream time, which, sure. you know, in regular play time is probably half that because, you know, I'm, yeah, I'm well, reading dialogue and I'm having I'm pausing to have conversations with people and all that. Let's be real. You spent 30 minutes almost in your house that first time because of just was yelling like at one, Kara. Yes. It was like one ins insane sentence after another. It's not even it's not even apart. Like it just it's a nonstop. It's just nonstop insanity in that in that first moment. So nonstop insanity. I'm glad you brought that up. Um, we could sit here and just run through like the entire plot line bit. Yes, like, you're shot right. By we shot. could. Yeah. And and that would be cool. But I want to just like what I want to do instead is I want to throw some highlights. Oh, no, that's, that's of, like <laughs> like like let's let's I, I want to just like no context spoil the whole game. Yeah, I, I want that too. And then if you want, if you want, if you want so the, the nuance, watch, watch the YouTube uploads. Yeah. Cause like, boy, does this game go like, <laughs> here are some things that happen in this game in, in, in this game for like ostensibly for children, like not really for children. I would say for teens, but still like thinking it's about 1993 it's, it's, Nintendo. 
it's hard to say because right because games were i mean games people thought they were only kids things but it's definitely adults playing them especially if you think about in japan that there's, yeah there's absolutely a, an older it was it was not considered only a kid's pastime no absolutely uh, absolutely but i would also say that like 1990s content n- nintendo 1990s nintendo definitely sanitized their content to be like maybe not for well, kids es- especially but like, in the u.s especially in the u.s like at, at the very least accessible to kids yeah without overt adult content however (laughs) here's some stuff that happens (laughs) in this game just like no context no no context but also no um no uh exaggeration but first a word from our sponsors all right so here's the rundown of just the ridiculous things that happen in this game off the top of my head. I didn't, I didn't make notes of them. Uh, it would be like, I decided to just go into this and just kind of like throw my thoughts out at random. Sure. Yeah. Um, that's, that's, I actually had the same, uh, uh, the same plan in mind. We are, our notes. We usually have a note page mm-hmm. empty, just Hamlet. That was my only <laughs> note. <laughs> the note page literally just says Hamlet with a bullet. Yep. <clears throat> Which for reasons that we will get to that, that will actually be included here. Um, so, um, our, our good friend, Seth, who is, um, listed as shy and skinny. Seth is not very active, but he's very intelligent. He hangs out in the secret cave playing friends with his playing games with his friends all day. Oh, Seth um, has a lovely life. I hope nothing bad happens to him. Yeah, no, he's fine. <clears throat> um, so in the first dungeon, you, you find the the secret Incan gold ship that has been eluding adventurers for years. And then after you go through and you get there, apparently all of your 12-year-old friends just follow you in there and are like, hey, we're here too. And it's like, this was really hard for me. How did you, I needed to draw on like the power of a dark swordsman to get here. But I guess, all right, sure. Everyone just hang out. And then so like Seth is on the boat and he's also cool the and he gives you real. a- you huh? had like you base you also did a bunch of drugs because at first you were seeing real Incans and it was really pretty and everything was friendly and then you're on some, Oh and you were their king uh, and they were like welcome back we were waiting for you. Yeah. And then you're and like And then you oh. go to sleep and it's and it's a ship full of skeletons but it still sails. <laughs> everything's fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> um so then there's a giant then there's like a giant like man-eating fish called the uh what is it called like the river the river can or Shoot, something like that? I forgot. I forgot. It's river something. Yeah. It's river something, but it lives in the ocean. We'll just call it the River King because that's a <laughs> that other the, the Natsumi game. <laughs> yeah, that works. Uh, so, so yeah. like, yeah. So then it comes up and wrecks your ship, but not before one of your other friends is like, hey, I saw Seth get eaten alive by that thing. <laughs> yeah, he's just kind of casual about it. It's just like, like you don't Seth even he dies off screen. It's like, hey. Seth went overboard and then he was eaten <laughs> and then everyone gets yeeted <laughs> off the ship and then you spend in true in true Super Nintendo animation where it's just their sprite like we yeah it just <laughs> takes off at a perfect 45 degree angle yeah. off like, the top okay. right of the screen all right <laughs> um which leads to you spending you know your castaway your castaway time on a piece of driftwood 
whereupon you apparently survive with no clean water for about a month. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's like twenty something days. And you have to spend that time with Kara, who was the person who in like invaded your house and insulted you. Um and now she won't eat fish. And you're trying to catch animals. fish to stay alive, and she's like, Why don't you think about the fish's feelings? <laughs> but hey, you really, know, I'm, it's all for, just, I'm all for treating animals with love and respect. I am as care, well. But I'm eating the goddamn fish. <laughs> That's not even a problem. <laughs> we have been we have been hanging out on a piece of driftwood on the open ocean for seven days it may be wait if it was actually called river something was it a river could they have could they could they drink the water maybe it was like maybe they refer to it as the ocean and or the sea oh okay so i'm pretty sure they cannot yeah no that sounds like a no um but they they don't address it like me thinking like adult brain me is like yeah, it's cool that they can catch fish, but uh, it's cool that they could catch fish, but they would have died from like dehydration and exposure. Yeah, water is the like the most important part. You can survive a long time without food, uh, surprisingly. Yes, but, like a month, which yeah. is about how long they needed to, except that they actually had food. Yeah, in the oh, form of and, unprepared and raw fish. I'd like to also point out that Kara, Kara, however you want to say it, yeah. is she, I don't actually know, uh, but she, I think Kara, I, I like, I don't know. But anyways, it's, she, yeah, sure. the scene prior to her complaining about the fish and not wanting to eat it, mm-hmm. she, yeah, she hit just, me with it. She woofed down like a thing of chicken or beef or jerky or something yak. like that, right? Yeah, a yeah. leg, a oh, roast leg about, of yak. Who cares about yaks? That's what it is. Yeah, she, like she doesn't care about yaks. No, like the whole thing. She she's the worst because she's like, I don't like raw fish. Yeah, like I think it grosses me out. I don't like sushi or whatever. Like, I can't, I can't eat raw fish. That's disgusting. And then, like, that's clearly her core motivation for not wanting to eat the fish is like, I don't like that. But then she has the gall. (laughs) She has the gall to try to take the moral high road about, like, don't hurt the pretty fishies. You're a terrible person for hurting those fish. Like, three days, three days after wolfing down a leg of yak. And after your and after your friends have died, and suddenly Will's like, "I have feelings for you." Yeah, somehow, somehow, like trying to keep her alive is like I, I assume it's like the suspension bridge thing, where like when you're afraid of death, all your all your emotions and feelings are on like maximum. Sure. So like the first person you see is like, "I have strong feelings." Yeah, yeah, because you like feel you feel your heart kind of jumping, but it's really just you're afraid of dying, <laughs> right? So I assume it's that because apparently after that, they're, you know, apparently after that, they're together. So that happens. Then you pass out and then like you show up in some random fisherman dude's house and it's like, yeah, you had scurvy, but you're all right. Right, right. And then you go to a a town that's called Frisia, but they have slaves and you go to a literal slave market and your friend has been trying to bust up the slave trading ring no, no, no. but then he gets it's captured. Not slaves. They're Shut not slaves. Shut up. Shut up. They're they're just laborers. They're forced they're laborers. Clearly, they're, they clearly are getting a fair wage and are not chained to the walls. They they're 
they are they are chained to the walls. There's they're there's chained not. to the walls in a diamond mine. There's there's certainly not there's certainly not multiple instances of people being forced into labor in this game. Literally, the slave trade comes up in like three different like on three different occasions as like a major thing. For God's sakes, one of the main characters. One of your main characters is the son of a slave trading company owner. I mean, it's like, it's basically just like a merchant company, but it's like, yeah, like they've got salespeople going around saying like, yeah, you can get, you can get spite, you get food, you get spices, you can get textiles, you can get anything you want (laughs) if you know what I mean. And then he's like, I am talking about labor. Labor. Like he tries to keep it on the down low and then he's like, yeah, you can buy people. (laughs) It's like, oh, okay. So there's this dark undertone over like every, like every town that you go in. And Frisia, I think is Frisia is one of the worst ones because it has this, like it has this like, like really nice, like it is income inequality. The town. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Cause you go in, it's like, Oh, it's so pretty. There's like, there's cherry blossom petals falling all over the place. It's it's, it's probably the prettiest town you've been to. Yeah. in, In terms of like, how it looks like because pre- previously your town was nice but it was sort of like a it's um, it's just it's homey it's just yeah it's comfy yeah and then you were in like a you know it's a more of a tribally type town mm-hmm. um in the woods or in the mountains and then yeah it's it's, it's then like it's the, the it's the forest it's the forest spirit village <clears throat> yeah exactly basically. yeah so like that's that's there's that whole thing it's like and now here's this really like the streets are paved with that's with right. Like, with not blood. with gold, but like with oh. a really nice material that's goldish. <laughs> Everything's bright. There's a huge inn. It's like a tourist attraction. Like everyone's people... saying their town is famous for something other than what it's famous for. Yeah. Or, no, or, or is that the next town? I don't remember. It's... Me neither. No, it is actually the next town because it's right. like, yeah, it's it's the company, the the town that's like built up by like the big company, Seth's oh, right. uh, family's company. Yeah. It's like, yeah, this. This town is famous for for merchants. And it's like that is true, probably, except that everyone that I have talked to in this town is trying to get me to buy slaves. Well, so that's what so I was it's about a to particular say is... type of merchant that you're dealing in here. <laughs> My favorite part of all this is that you walk into these slave trading places and you're 15 you're just a little kid and they're like oh yeah you look like you, you could do you belong here you should totally buy some the first so labor. in frisia so you walk into frisia and like everything's nice and built up and you go down like one back alley and it's like oh now it's now it's slums now it's like you got shady characters back here you got people like peering, literally peering out their windows at you. Like <laughs> yeah. the the light on everything, like all the houses are run down. Like it is like one block from like nice built up stuff to shacks. <laughs> and then you go down like you go down that one side street and then it's labor market with three people chained to the wall. And then you walk in there and it's like, to the hey, hey, these guys look about your age. So it's not just slavery, it is child slavery. Right. Literal child slavery. <laughs> and then you talk to the other guy and it's like, hey, aren't you a bit young to be in here? And then the very next line is like, so do you want to buy a laborer? Do you want to buy a child? 
Would you like to <laughs> buy a child slave child? Do you need a friend? <laughs> and in this and, town, and, where <laughs> and to progress the plot, yeah. you have to say yes. You have, like, the correct the, answer is, yes, I am here to buy a slave. Thank you. Isn't this the same town where Lance loses his memory and everyone's like, yeah, why don't you just stay here? And, yes, and, and I like, had maybe, forgotten. Maybe I had for don't leave a child with memory loss in a town that's famous for tra slaving children. I, <laughs> yeah, that's, it's, it's right pickings there. I, I had forgotten so all much. about that entire bit of Lance losing his memory because you just solve it with a song. <laughs> oh, that's and like, right. And it's that's real, right. like you get the song of memory and then you use it once and then it's gone from you your inventory and you never use it again. And that is the second to last time that you use the flute for music in the whole game. And it's less than halfway through. And there would be a really convenient part if you could get someone's memory back at the end of the game, if I recall. And that would be really okay. Nice be really nice to have your dumb mem song. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. Illusion of Gaia. <laughs> it's like, you just don't get to use that song again. It would, it would help here, but no, shut up. It's fine. All right. So where do we go from there? Um, we, so we go to a diamond mind. We yeah, don't so much bust slaves. up the slave trade as much as no. like free eight slaves. I do want to say that to do the secret dungeon. Now, I, oh from, yes. Speaking from my personal experience. I did not do the, am, the secret dungeon. So I'm just a big get that completionist. Out front. I love completing things like, you know, I would be, I'm happy. I'm a person that was in, in the, you know, the nineties and the two thousands, I would buy a strategy guide for an RPG because I liked sure. to make sure I got all the items. I didn't spoil the story or that kind of stuff, but I, I definitely wanted to not miss things. Right. I love mm -hmm. that. And illusion of Gaia, you have to collect these red gems, which by the way, the instruction manual actually lays out where you can get all 50 of them in the correct order. I did not know that. That's really cool. Um, mm -hmm. But, uh, the one of them you have to don't you have to do something with you have to like give the location of a of someone that's in hiding to get a red gem isn't that correct like yes. you have to commit a horrible horrible act you, of yes and that was that was the moment that i decided i'm not doing the bonus dungeon and, and you have now, to get all to you have to get all 50 of the red gems to unlock the bonus dungeon which doesn't it doesn't give you a different ending it's just like it's just like a, a it's just more game to play yeah. which I wanted to do. And I was trying to get all the gems. Cause I was like, let me see everything this game has to offer. Yeah. This is the 14th gem then. And then you get to that point and you're like, mm, no, yeah. there's a guy <laughs> hanging out in a back alley. Who's like, Hey, I had someone uh, run away. Do you know where my, do you know where my laborer went? And you can say yes or no. And you have to actually find them in a building cowering in a corner <laughs> saying like saying like i just like this nice man helped me but if they find out that he helped me he'll like he'll be punished and i just don't want anything bad to happen to this man after he showed me such kindness <laughs> like it's this <laughs> whole thing the, we're like this dude is literally underground railroading this guy out of bondage and you have to sell out not only the slave, but the guy who helped him for a red jewel for a red jewel so that you can actually get the last dungeon. I was like, nope, my <laughs> my soul is worth more than a, than a bonus dungeon. A not doing Gaia. It. 
does stuff that people don't even think about video games doing for for years where to to get a, to get 100% you have an actual moral dilemma and it's way bigger than just making some choice in a game like it feels so much worse than that because you have to hunt them out and point them to the guard and be like yes yeah murder you, that man cuz he's he's taking your your laborer l- l- <laughs> murder that man for stealing your human property right like holy shit illusion of gaia this is like 1993 it is 1993 it does not like and it doesn't present it to you as a moral dilemma it's just like do this for the reward and the moral dilemma happens within you right that's what i right like you kind of like i I don't want to say brilliant but it's kind of it's it's either good writing or horrible writing i don't know which it is that's how i feel about the whole story and the the, the entirety of this game is either someone going really meta and making a really awesome story or it's like a worse there, translation. There know. is a, like, I don't know. Maybe I'm reading too much into it, but it does feel like, you know, it kind of presents it to you in a way that like, this is obviously morally wrong. Yeah. Yeah. This is obviously the wrong thing to do, but you will get a material reward for it. You, you will get you. Whereas you get, you there is no reward for doing the morally right thing. Not only will you now, get a prize, is but that, you'll see a bonus like, dungeon. Like, yeah, no, like a material reward, like not just in terms of regular gameplay, but in terms of like long term, like content. Yeah, like, and if you miss this one, there's no point in getting the next forty or forty or thirty or whatever. There's is there's left. fifty in the game, and you have to get all of them for the bonus dungeon. Yeah, there, you do get rewards for them up to thirty. Oh, okay, I, I forgot about like, that. Like they they I actually give you like power ups and stuff. So okay. like there so is there's a, there's some, a reason to get some, some of them, but like literally like if you don't get if you miss one, then forty percent of all of the gems are meaningless. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like, I, I don't know. Am I giving them too much credit for like posing a moral dilemma and asking, so. and asking you to like asking you to choose? Cause it's clearly presented as like, yeah, this, this is the wrong thing to do, but you will benefit from it. Yeah. Like, will you be complicit in this slave trade or will you do the right thing in your heart, even though yeah. you'll get nothing from it? I, I actually think it's, it's really well done. I want to believe that they that they're doing that they know what they're doing and they're doing it on purpose. I think I want to believe that. That's that's what I'm going to believe in in my heart. (laughs) I want otherwise otherwise it's like really a strange design decision. Like otherwise they're like bad people. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) I don't I don't want that. So moving on from Frisia. um, Yeah. Where do we, where we do we skip, go from there? We can go, oh no, I think, okay, I, I didn't think, I know we're not supposed to go through every story beat, but we have to talk about Neil's house, because this is another one of those instances of Kara just being completely unaware of I, everything. I will summarize. Yes. I will summarize. Just you very are, quickly. You are <laughs> desperately running from a bounty hunter who wants to kill you. You are going to every town that you can find looking for, um looking for clues on what you need to do to find more statues, to save the world, to figure out what's going on with people. To not die. To not die. You show up at a person's house who is Will's cousin, the main character's cousin. cousin. So it's not like some random person. It is someone who your traveling companion, and at that point, Kara, your boyfriend, 
true um is directly related to and has a and has clearly like a strong relationship with within five minutes of entering his house she tells him that he smells so bad that she does not want to breathe the same air as him (laughs) now i will admit the man probably smells because he says he hasn't showered in weeks and is wearing the same or has wearing the same socks for the month or whatever. True, so I'm true. sure he reeks. I'm sure he smells horrible. On the but other hand, shit. you just keep on, it to yourself. Just just keep it. To on yourself. the other hand, like this is a this is a society largely without modern technology. Like how is probably the only one that's actually bathed in a reasonable like yes. in, in, in recent history. And yeah. As a princess, she has access to bathing facilities on the regular. Most everyone else probably doesn't. Excuse me, Now, again, reading too much into it, just like with the shipwreck thing and, like, not dying of dehydration. Like, they just, they're assuming that, like... Everyone brushes their teeth. Everyone brushes their teeth. Everyone everyone takes a bath. Thankfully, we don't have to have character. Like, we don't have to take the toilet. People who smell bad smell bad because they're not observing hygiene it's not yeah. because they're unable to no, that's what the game they're, wants they're you to just sort of accept <laughs> laborers yeah <sighs> <laughs> but yeah like uh, once again she walks into someone's house and just starts like just basically <laughs> verbally slaps them in the face <laughs> And then it's like, by the way, will you help us? The reason I'm the reason I love this so much is because honestly, God, like I said, I've I've played the game. I know the story and I was excited for you to play through it, but I did not expect you to have quite quite the reaction to to the dialogue because I didn't remember it as I did not remember the game nearly as much as I thought I did. And the moment where she just pops off and says just some Mm -hmm. dumb, nasty shit is the part which made me want to watch more. Like, this is fun. Like, this is, (laughs) you should, you could make a Kara compilation of, of your reactions to just this dumb shit. She says, that's not a bad idea. Actually, honestly, honestly, it's so perfect. Cause it it gets to the point where like, at least for the first half of the, at least for the first half of the game, it is very much like, Every time she takes a step forward, I wanted to be like, shut the hell up, Kara. <laughs> like, shut the hell up. Get out of so, here. The game really likes starving children because later on you're trapped inside of a mine for like three weeks or something. Yep. At one you're point, walking through a, uh, you're walking through a big secret tunnel yeah, from and, an and undersea it, palace to, the, to a mainland. And, and so everyone in, your, in the group is kind of like, I'm hungry, I'm tired. And Kara's like, everyone just shut up. Quit your bitching. Like, we got mm-hmm. shit to do. <laughs> the next mm-hmm. thing, she's like, I want a steak. Yep. <laughs> it's like, what? Yep. <laughs> I don't even understand. <laughs> but remember, don't hurt the animals, though. Don't hurt the don't animals. Don't hurt the animals. But give me a steak. Give me a steak, but don't hurt the animals. Like, if you hurt those fish, I swear to God. <laughs> but it's okay, because that seems then followed by her getting kidnapped by... I don't... I don't even know. Does she get kidnapped? I don't remember. Doesn't she get put into a painting? Oh, yeah! That's okay. Yeah, no, that does happen. We we can skip a bunch of stuff. It's okay. We, so you kind of go through like a long dungeon. This is where a lot of people. Yeah, get, there's. This is where I got. Uh, this is where I stopped playing it. You kind of go through like kid. three dungeons back to back. There's the Sky Garden, and then there's yep. the Undersea Palace, and then there's Mu, and it's kind of like back to back to back dungeons with not without a whole lot of story beats in the middle. Yeah, somehow. So there's that, that, some weird parts about that, like the bickering vampires that. Uh, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah that uh fight you with like bomberman tactics yeah i forgot about that but actually. like yeah I mean, that's a thing 
that's it's, fine. It's, so that's, we that's can a look thing. Past you should, that. you should play the game and you should just do it yourself. Cause that will be more fun just to experience yeah. it. It's, I, it's, I, compared to some of the other stuff we haven't gotten to yet. That's, that's fairly normal. I just want to talk about the undersea tunnel also, because our that's good, when you find Seth again, our good dead friend, Seth. Seth was eaten by a fish, but then became the fish. His consciousness merged with the fish that that ate him. And it's unclear whether he like became the consciousness of the fish that ate him or if he just became like a different fish, but the same kind of fish. I want to believe that. But whatever puts him in a better place, because Seth's. Seth, Seth's existence he, totally sucks. He gets it so hard and Poor it just Seth. never stops. <laughs> Poor Seth. He finds us somehow in the tunnel, which is a which is an underwater cave tunnel. He does it with plot armor. It's fine. And starts communicating with us in Morse code. Now, my, now he has a like a a monologue that he delivers in Morse code. Yeah, it's not like it's Morse code is for like short truncated messages but he delivers like a plot dump yeah. and then in, the in characters code. is like wow he must have learned morris code it's like what the fuck after delivering the entire monologue and it's like this is morris code let me hang on i can decode it this is seth here is all of the plot and lore about what happened to me and what is happening to the planet because you don't get a lot of plot for three dungeons so they right they basically and then lance is like morris code dump lance is like Hey, y'all think Seth studied Morse code? Huh. Thanks, Lance. <laughs> yep. Lan- Lance is his own issue. And then Lance, Lance, like, becomes Captain Obvious and, like, what the hell is wrong with you for, like, an, a village or two. <laughs> and then tur- it Does turns it... out he really likes Lily. And then oh, God, he so It's probably one of the best Lily. scenes in the whole game. It's honestly... And... It's honestly... It, well, not my, it's not my favorite scene, but it's right up there because, like you said, he confesses to Lily, and Lily's like, "Hmm." Lily <laughs> says nothing, turns into her dandelion form, and flies away. And he's like, <laughs> "It's like," and Lance like, like, takes like, a step forward, like, "Fuck." <laughs> yep. It's like, well, okay then. <laughs> and then he goes to the Great Wall of China. But but wait, so you're in this underground cave. You go into a town where you meet a painter who kidnaps a young girl. And... That's not in the tunnel. That's in the Angel Village. Well, that's, which is it, it proceeds right after it, though, right? Yeah, it's right after the tunnel. Yeah. Yeah. You go to the angel village full of angels <laughs> and you meet Ishtar. <laughs> I, I just like here. Who we'll in this case this. is basically Pablo Picasso. <laughs> yeah. It's basically what he looks like. He looks like Pablo Picasso and he is a painter. And it turns out that he <laughs> to capture beauty. Um, anytime capture he sees beauty, this is some he, creepy shit. It is he, he to capture beauty. He uh, he finds a subject that he finds like stunningly beautiful. She's fourteen. Yup, and is like, "Hey, you're gonna be my subject, and I'm gonna paint the hell out of you." And by that, I mean <clears throat> I am going to like paint your visage onto this onto this canvas, and then you will be trapped in the canvas, Luigi's Mansion style. Yep. I, I just and and the only way to save her is to do like literally spot the difference highlights for kids hidden eye puzzles. He's such an asshole. He's like, hey, you have to solve my puzzles. And the puzzle is literally walk into this room, then walk into that almost identical room and use a cursor. 
a cursor on the screen to point out what thing, what changed, what is, what is different. What is the, what is the element that is a different color or differently placed? Like, and you have to do it three times and it's like, good, you passed my test. And then you come back to the room and he is the painting. Yep. He like captured himself into the painting for a reason that is not addressed at all. Nope. And then you go to the Great Wall. And then then you go to Watermia. And then he gives you some magic powder. (laughs) Doesn't tell you what it is. He's just like, sprinkle this magic powder onto the painting of your girlfriend and then give it a big old wet kiss. Make out with this portrait of your girlfriend and she'll be all right. And then you do. And she is. And what happened to her in that painting? Like, I know we don't like Kara, but that's got to be weird. It is not addressed i just want this to say is the a refrain <laughs> it is not addressed the nothing manual. is addressed just accept it and move on <laughs> the instruction manual for angel village the final sentence is it says expect kara to cause trouble this is the one time in the game where she doesn't actually cause trouble on purpose <laughs> exactly. no she does she kind of does oh is this when she pouts off this is when you talk oh, to other yeah. people in your that's party right, and she's right. like no you have to spend your time with me That's only. right, I forgot. And then she just wanders into the Angel Village and gets kidnapped. That's right, okay, okay. So she does cause trouble. Getting kidnapped is not her fault, but <laughs> no. in a journey where everything is dangerous, going off on your own when you're defenseless is an obviously bad idea. It's like, I want to justify it because she really is a young kid, but at the same time... I It's, yeah, it is, it is very childlike, right. like... They can't be your friend. I thought I was your best friend. Right, it is, right. It is that exact energy. So, like, that's fine on some level, but it's also wrong. And it doesn't really matter because in the next town, you murder somebody to steal their camels. You, you the, sure you murder, do. You murder somebody with a pregnant wife at home. Yep. <laughs> and he only kills himself on pure pride. Context. Um, You have to play Russian roulette. No, no, no. Russian... Russian, Russian glass. glass, but it's Russian okay. roulette. It's just that instead of bullets in a chamber, it's poison in glasses. <laughs> and it's like, I don't know what the actual liquid in the glasses is in the first place. You would assume for a game like that, it would be alcohol. Yeah, but we're just sucking them down. So I'm sure whatever. I'm sure it's alcohol. And correct me if I'm wrong. If you drink the wrong glass, it actually games over, right? It it you lose a life. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah OK, because there is like a live system yeah. in the game where like you if you if you lose all of your health, you get like sent back to the beginning of the room. You get like a respawn point. Sure. It does that. It sends you back to the save room with one less life. So you legit die. Yeah, you die. Um. So, yeah. So basically, like, it's the worst. It's the worst Russian roulette game because it's like, here's this guy. He's like, he's the <laughs> champion. He's the he's the champion of of Russian roulette. Of Russian glass roulette. And it is five glasses on the ground and one of them has poison. You keep and you keep drinking glasses until someone dies of the poison. Until someone dies. Literally until someone dies. No one thought it would be wise to stop a 14 year old from playing, but I guess I'm just beating a dead horse. No, the one guy is like, hey, you're really young. Are you sure you want to do this? And all you You're have to do is say yes. You you can make informed adult decisions. Isn't that what every argument yeah. of? Uh, never mind. Yep. <laughs> yep. 
<laughs> yeah, like the, there's the guy that tries to stop you, and then it's like, but he tries, and it's like he's standing in front of you, guarding the entrance, right. and he's like, "Hey, this is a life or de- like this is no place for kids. This is we play life or death games here. This Y'all is real serious stuff." Coming here, <laughs> are you sure you want to risk your life for something <laughs> so stupid? And you say die? yes. And then he steps aside as you walk past him into the game. And he's like, I still think this is a bad idea. You're very young. But I kind of want to see what happens. And like, he could just be like, no, get out. But the plot demands that you play Russian roulette. So So you do that. As the guy's killing himself, the rest of the the crowd crowds around like, no, don't do it. Don't do it. He's like, I got to. I got (laughs) to do it. That's not how this works. For my pride. You understand that's not how even like what (laughs) like okay so it's the worst designed game imaginable (laughs) there are five glasses and one of them has poison you drink the first four glasses and then everyone's just staring at the glass with poison in it and they're like uh and it's like it's as if this has never happened before right yeah no one's ever died in this game somehow like no one like no one has ever picked the first four glasses first. Like, I don't know the exact odds on that, but it has to be like a five to ten percent chance. Right. That yeah. that one just happens to go last or something like that. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm horrible at stats like that. I really am. Like it's it is not like a point zero 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 one percent chance. Like, but everyone's looking at it like, oh, that must be the one because because that's the that's, that's all that's, that's left. And no, no one's, one's died yet and that's the only glass left <laughs> and it's like you would think there would be a contingency here where it's like okay well you know we'll restart the game or something or it's a tie but he's like no nah. no i gotta drink it you i gots to it's my pride is the champion of this game of random luck rides on this and he drinks it and he dies. He, drinks it. he dies. And then you find out his and then he, wife is pregnant. And then you go back and you're like, yeah, I, uh, I, we don't, I didn't need money. I just wanted our family to be together. <laughs> and it's like, oh, it's like, oh God, this 15 year old. He's, Everyone he's, in this game is traumatized. He, he's either traumatized or is a sociopath and he doesn't care anymore about anything. Except whatever is getting to his destination, which yeah. I'm, which I feel like is more likely at this point. Yeah, most likely. <laughs> so, so here's the, so here's the kicker. You actually find out later as a way to like he leaves you like a note or his will or something, and if you read it, I don't know if you saw this part. No, um, I missed this. It, it turns out he had he was like he had a terminal illness. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> He had a terminal illness and was basically like, I didn't tell anyone. I just like, I started playing like I started playing this, you know, this death game because I figured like if I died, I I was going to go anyway. But in the meantime, I could make some money and leave it so that my family could be taken care of. So don't feel bad like this was my fate anyway. So they're trying to make you feel okay. They're about trying murder. to make you feel okay about the fact that you just like you, you killed that guy in Russian roulette and then, and then stole his horses and <laughs> stole his, yeah, his, 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 his crooks, his crooks or something, which are You're like the kangaroo crook. camel horses. <laughs> You're the real crook. <laughs> but, uh, but, 
so then after that after that uh, horrible incident you 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 do some more dungeoning you go to the mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you do some weird stuff you go to Dao where there's more slave or excuse there's me more there's more labor slaves. trading um, you, it's in fact the epicenter of the slave trade yeah. run by the parents of your of your good friend who are in fact evil ghosts oh that's right yep you uh you get uh you go adventuring and you get the urn of tears <laughs> or like the the tear jar or whatever a more apt name <laughs> where like full of the tears of the widows whose husbands went to war and died jesus that that's literally yeah it's that so there's that um so you get that and then um and you you basically pour it on Seth's parents and it's like oh we were evil spirits all along <laughs> <laughs> and Seth is like Seth just kind of or not Seth, uh Neil. This Neil. Yeah. Seth is the one that gets eaten by a fish and then becomes a fish. Yeah. By the way, you fine. never see him again after he gives you that Morse code message. Well, you didn't even see him then. Well, no. But you never hear from him. Like he is gone. Yeah, he's just gone. He's just he's just a fish in the big ocean now at this point, just chilling. Yep. At least um, in this timeline. This happens okay. a lot, actually. Like they kind of like they get rid of characters and they're gone. True. Like you don't hear from them again. They like, they like. It's like, it's like a character. It's like the throwaway character in an episode of Pokemon, where it's mm-hmm. like they're here because they are involved in the Pokemon that they want to introduce this week. And as soon as the episode is over, you'll never see them again. Yeah, that's, they that's are not important. Like. That's how it treats basically all of the characters in this game, except for like the main except two, except for Will and Kara. Yep. It, like to, even like Lance and Lily end up hooking up eventually, and yeah, Lance's yeah, like, amnesiac like amnesiac PTSD father is also in the village. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, "I'm gonna stay here and take care of my father." And also, Lily and I are together now, so she's staying too. And it's like, I don't okay. really get how you became a couple, but that's cool. They're fifteen. Like, that's how. Yeah, that's 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 correct. You're fifteen. Nothing you're pretty. <laughs> yeah. You gave me this flower. Actually, that's what he did. He did. Yeah. Because your advice was all women like flowers or something. That's that it was, was something, actually it was something the like way that, right? I think that's yep. what he, I think that's what he says. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, that's not just me being like trying to be dumb. Yeah, or no, like that's actually <laughs> that's, written. That's the that's way it is the written game in the says. game. Like all women like flowers. And I'm like, eh. <laughs> they all like cooking, too. Oh. <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't go there. Honest to God, I'm surprised this game didn't even do more, more awfulness than it did. Like it gets to a point where you're like, yeah, what's next? It just <laughs> hit me with something insane. <laughs> Which oh, they do idea. when you go to Angkor Wat. <laughs> yeah. Actually, it's not Angkor Wat that where the, where the uh, crazy thing happens. This is your one oh, where note. Was it? It's the, it's the, uh, the hidden like tribal village before that. Oh, right. Yes. Yeah. Where like everyone is having, everyone is starving to death because the comet is interfering with nature and people are being turned to stone by weird I think magic. Also, I think the people in that village are cannibals in, in the trans, I don't know if it's a mistranslation or something. I, like they don't, in this translation, they don't actually refer to them as cannibals. Okay. I mean, well, it... I'm just saying that this game might even touch on cannibalism a little bit. <laughs> well, I think what it is that the everyone in that village is like emaciated. Yeah. Yes. They are like they've been talking about famine for a long time. 
Mm-hmm. This is the village that gets raided by slave traders because people are starving to death and they're basically like... They're easy targets. Yeah. Like, it's basically like, hey, I, I it, they even imply that some people come willingly because it's like, sure. I have so to offer being... myself up oh, for indentured right. servitude that's in right. order to eat. That's right. That's right. So, like, they, <laughs> they imply that that happens even though, like, ooh. But it's like, you know, we have no choice because... All of the we're a hunting village and all of the food is gone because of the comet, because of, you know, because of environmental factors beyond our control. Right. So we have no food. Right. And so and, <laughs> and I, when when Dean first started playing this game, I just said, oh, mm-hmm. the poor pig and left it at that. Yep. And and so what was what was your reaction to this? Since you 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 figured something was going to happen, but you weren't sure what did did you think it already happened or like? <laughs> so around the time I figured something bad was going to happen to him, um, we got to the village and the setup of the village is no one is there, and so oh, you right. just you just sleep in an empty hut. Mm-hmm. But then it's like everyone comes back to the village and sees you there, and then they tie you up, and it's sort of implied that they will eat you. I'm pretty sure that's what it is that they they'll totally they'll totally snack on your bones. Right. And I I think it's like not so much an issue of like I think it's not so much an issue of like this is a cannibal village so much like as it is it like out. hey we're hungry. They are starving to death and you are outsiders who just showed up so they'll do what they can to survive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I think it that is, might be that might be more accurate. It's it's straight like it's straight Donner party rules. Right. Um and then, like, so the scene is there is a boiling pot or a, or a can't. No, it's not a pot. It's just a campfire. No, it's just a campfire. Just chilling. It's just a campfire sitting there because the next scene doesn't work if there's a pot there. No, um, no. So there's a yeah. So there's a boiling pot of water or no, there's not that Damn I just it. said. <laughs> Damn it. There's a campfire <laughs> and the three of you are tied up on sticks and it looks like they're going to like, you know, you're you're on vertical sticks, but like you're tied up in such a way where like. They could probably like rotisserie you. Yeah, you you may or may not be be dinner. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> and then like, and like Hamlet, the pet pig is there. How we don't know. It doesn't matter. And he kind of walks up to Kara, and Kara's like, "Hey, Hamlet, why do you look so sad?" <laughs> and then he turns around and walks into the fire and roasts himself. <laughs> He just, he just casually walks into the fire pits like, all right, let's do this. And the, the, like, this implies that, (laughs) this implies that that pig understands that he is food. (laughs) And he understands English. He understands, he understands the situation and he understands that he is food. (laughs) And like that, and the understanding that he is food overrides his survival instincts. Yeah. He just wants to protect his, his friends. Is that, or he's like, like I, I couldn't figure out and it's never really like fully said whether he's like taken one for the team so that his friends are safe. Or if it's like, I feel bad for these people. I feel bad for these people and they can, so they can like, they can have me. I think it depends. It just, however you want to look at it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Either, either way is, it's 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 completely it's a sacrifice of sorts and it just like it happens so cat like yeah 
<laughs> I mean, it's yeah. like it's not casual. Like it's like they play the sad music, and Kara's like, "No, Hamlet, Hamlet. I loved like, oh, you. <laughs> You're not a fish, so I can eat you." Yeah. And then you go up to Eric, which like who is a character who has no purpose throughout the entire game. He's he's just he's he's even younger than you are. And so they make him even less useful. Yeah. And like five seconds after Hamlet roasts himself to death for the good of the people. Dude's over here cracking a joke where he's like to eat or not to eat. Oh, yeah, that's right. And I'm like. Haha, <laughs> I get it, cause Hamlet. But also, were you considering that? <laughs> like, you are a making a joke five seconds after the tragedy happens. B, you are actually considering eating him. <laughs> and C, Kara's right there, and you haven't She's even been in that village for that long. Next to you, you can't even be that hungry. <laughs> yeah, you just like. You just were hanging out in the bedroom of your, like, in the bedroom of your rich friend's house. You probably ate there, I'm thinking. A lot, probably. Oh my god, this game. Like, so, like, you're not, like, you're not even, like, hungry on that level. You don't no, no, no. get, you don't get any of that food. That's <laughs> not for you. Even if you wanted to. Also, it's a small pig. Based on what we now know. Yeah, it'll feed them for like a day. Everyone gets just like a tiny piece. Oh, Jesus. So, so Hamlet, <laughs> that's my favorite part of the entire game. Because it's just this moment of you, you, you honestly, you're watching mm-hmm. it and you're thinking, I don't know if this game can get any like, more off the rails. And yeah, like if, if I don't know. And then all of a sudden your pet pig shows up, which hasn't been in the game since he destroyed your apartment or mm-hmm. your house. He's just suddenly yeah. He's I don't out know of how for a long there. time. I don't know what what he did to get there, and his only purpose is to to to, to throw himself on top of the fire. He, like he shows up to be a sacrifice just so that they can have a just so they can have a sad. <laughs> yeah, because the game was like, well, we haven't we haven't done enough sad things yet. It's like we, need, we need to book. throw some emotional weight behind this. <laughs> we haven't talked about laborers in in a couple sentences. So let's murder your friend. <laughs> So then, like, let's let's get to end game content here. Oh yeah, um, so you can just like fast forward right to the end. Yeah, because like, there's some stuff, but like, basically, it turns out that uh, you finally get to the Tower of Babel after you get all of the stuff. Yeah. You you finally unlock your ultimate form, Shadow, which is basically Shadow. just like an energy creature. Yes, very cool. Um, it's actually a really neat, honestly, it's, it's a, a neat design. Cool it's looking... got a uh design and stuff it's got a very super saiyan aura kind of deal to it It does you know what that's probably why i like it (laughs) it's it's true it's like if it's like if the aura around a super saiyan was its own character and you couldn't actually see who was inside it you could just sort of see like the shape of a person yeah yeah it it looks like that um and it is kind of cool and it's fun to use and it's 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 very strong it lacks it lacks moves but it has like the best like power and range so yeah. it kind of like it's kind of just it kind of does feel like pure energy, no tricks. And it can become Alex Mack or whatever that old show was where she would turn into a puddle. I think it was. Oh, Alex yeah, Mack. that's true. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. I forgot about that. Uh, that's 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 yeah. Which you that's use a little bit. Yeah. You basically just you're forced to use it in the next dungeon, obviously. And then and then, that's and the then never the game, again, because so. that's basically the last dungeon because you don't right. get it until the last 
actual dungeon. Because the final dungeon is really just a boss rush. Correct, yeah. And then you get a plot dump where you find out that your father that you've been trying to rescue from the Tower of Babel is a pile of bones. Pile of bones. He's just he's just chatting with you. And um, and basically, like... Actually, everyone's dead at that time, right? Doesn't Aren't all of your friends suddenly dead? Yeah, well, it, they imply that time passes differently in the Tower of Babel. Okay. So, like... But you never really exit it. So, like, you don't really know what happened in... You don't really know what happened in your world um, after that. Right. Like, at, like after you leave the, the, the tower, because after you leave the tower, you remake the world. Yeah, you, this is like some Super Mario Galaxy stuff. Where it's like, so the whole thing is like, basically, the, the, the power of the comet has been corrupting the world for a long time, and it's finally getting close enough. And you are descended from, like, you have the, the power of the Dark Knight, and there's also a light night, and the which happens to be Kara, I guess. Yeah, fine. And you combine your powers together to to create the ultimate power, and then you go to space and fight the comet on the comet and destroy the consciousness oh, that's of right. the yeah, comet. You're on the comet, aren't you? Yeah, you're on the comet fighting the evil alien magic Ali- consciousness yeah, that is basically like the it's, evil. It's the catch-all that turns humans bad. Yeah, because without it's it, humans are all the source of the evil. And you beat <laughs> right. it, and it is a it is a decently designed, uh, it's pretty a fun, fun little ending. I think yeah, it's, it's a fun ending sequence too. Like it's like the, the the story wraps up in sort of like a all right, that's kind of yeah. It it, it goes to space. Yeah, you go they to go space. to space. You get to kiss on the moon. Mm-hmm. That's a cool thing. And then it's basically like, hey, now that you've done this, the world will go back to its original state, and you know. And basically your memories of all this will have, will be erased because the world will be remade back and to you its won't original know your form before any of this bad comet stuff happened. Yeah, so Seth isn't dead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and, but yeah, it's like, nothing but, happened. But like everyone will go back to like the people you were supposed to be, not in this like corrupted world, this illusion of Gaia, of Gaia. if oh. you will. <laughs> um, yeah, it's like, and you see like, this is the weirdest thing. Your dad speaking to you basically as a spirit from beyond the grave is like, look at your map and you pull out a paper map and look at it as the continents on the map start to shift. And it's oh, like, yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. Like, wouldn't you, you're, you're out in space staring at the earth, but you're watching the changes take place on a static map it's of better, paper. It was, it was easier for them to, to program it. Okay. Yeah, that's probably true. That's Especially all it since is. it's essentially a slideshow. That's all it is. <laughs> and then you basically see as all of these weird disparate continents become like it doesn't the planet become modern too, or like everything gets paved over or something? I don't I don't Oh remember. yeah, like it, it becomes the modern world. Yeah, yeah. Like okay. the world okay. that things were supposed to be is like the world we as we in. know it. Yeah. Even though like the map shows a really awkward, like badly drawn version of the current world map, like South America is like the biggest continent because the perspective (laughs) is all weird. But the perspective, yeah, but it's clearly it's our world and that's clearly like the intention, Mm -hmm. Um, which is, you know, I'll admit a cool twist. Yeah, it's fine. Kind of one that they'd been hinting for a while. I think they foreshadowed it maybe a little too hard. So like, yeah, 
So like, I kind of, you know, I kind of saw it coming. So I wasn't really like blown away by it, but cool. It was cool. And I, then I, you I get to really whole... enjoy the very last scene of the the whole game, like at the end of the credits and everything. Yeah. Cause it's, it's the scene where it's like, you, you see Will with a slightly different design, but it's obviously still him. Yeah. The other and, characters are all the same. <laughs> yeah. And you kind of get to see, um, you're clearly like all school kids. Yeah. You're in like a Japanese school. And you're in a very clearly Japanese school. And the you know, Will rings. walks out of a classroom and then all of your friends looking exactly the same as they did before because they didn't want to bother redrawing their sprites. I think walk yeah, up they... to them and it's like, hey, everyone's happily ever after. Yeah. Like they all after they like they were like, yeah, you'll lose your memories of this and you'll be you know, you'll go back to being like just regular kids like you were supposed to be mm-hmm. and everything will be fine. But you won't remember each other or any of this. Right. And it's like, oh, that's kind of sad. But then it's like, oh, they found each other anyway because they were They're destined. They're together, destiny. And, <laughs> that's, and that's the game. That's the entire, that's the entire synopsis of the game. Yeah. With surprisingly little left out. Yeah, because um, that was... Oh, I guess the, I didn't talk about the part where you, uh, you set a man on fire. Oh, Jesus, how did we forget that? That's, I, that's the last use. That's the only remaining use of music. Is like this That's jackal right. bounty hunter guy who's been chasing you the entire game finally he's supposed catches to be like, Kara. You you think he's going to be a, a scary person that you have like a tough boss fight for or something? Like I they kind thought of make for you think sure that. he was a tough boss fight. Yeah, at least a tough boss fight. And then he he finds Kara and he's basically like it's implied he's kind of got like a knife to her throat or something. Yeah, he's like taking her hostage. Just like all right, we got to go back now. Oh, and then he and he talks about how Kara's dad's even more evil than he is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, but. Because, so you know, of, you know because of the comic corruption and take children or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Minor things. Yes. And while he's and, while he's dead. And it's like, <laughs> by the way, this room has a sound activated trap. So you get the message where it's like, play the flute, play the flute, play the flute. And then you play the flute, which he just kind of stands there and watches you do as you get through the entire melody. And then the statues on the side of the room spit fire and somehow you don't get caught by it, I guess, because you're short and child size. <laughs> you, you know, the spray animation in Street Fighter 2 where a character catches on fire uh-huh. and they become that smoldering black inside with just fire all around yes. them. And that's that that's, is what that's totally that what, what he becomes like. That is totally what he becomes. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. That's it. Except that it's way more raw than that because you see him like screaming and gurgling. And he crawls on the ground. He crawls towards Kara, like gurgling out her name as he burns to death and then has that like he they even go so far as to as to animate the like trembling hand as it's reaching as he as he reaches his final moments. Like he's trying to take another step and his body's just giving out on him. And then he just falls. And it's like, oh yeah, okay. If you weren't traumatized before. Good luck. Like, (laughs) it's really good you won't remember any of this. (laughs) That was probably like, there's a lot of bad stuff that happens in this game. Like, just like, just like bad stuff. Yeah. That is probably the most like it's the most raw, graphic. violent, graphic moment. Yeah, for sure. It's actually probably one of the most graphic moments on from the Super Nintendo era. In a I game would that's say not supposed so. To be overly graphic. Like, I like like that's a Mortal Kombat fatality. 
Yeah, for like, I mean, dude, the sprite literally crawls on the ground and then reaches outward, and you can see its hand like, uh, like what yeah. the hell? Like, if he had exploded into body parts, it would have hardly, it would have not been more. It no, it would have not have been, been less more impactful. <laughs> and Kara's like, oh god. <laughs> yeah, even she's like, this really sucks, man. I don't but like this. The, my favorite part about that scene is she's talking about how it sucks, but her sprite is just kind of literally standing on top of this man's smoldering, like, flaming corpse. Yeah, they just kind of let him burn. He and just he just keeps burning, keeps burning forever. forever until you leave the room. It's like, well, time to go save the world now, Please I guess. go save the planet. It's such, like, I actually really appreciate the fact that it is... It's a real bait and switch. Like you hear Jackal is one of the first things you hear in the whole game in terms of like, this is, this is something to be afraid of. Right. This is is like a problem. That's the thing you're running from uh, way earlier. Remember when you were talking about that? They're trying to hide out and Kara's complaining about stinky people. Yeah. And he keeps showing up and there's hints of him in like almost every town. It's like, Hey, someone, someone called the Jackal was asking about you. Yeah, there's somehow like a, the there's jackal even a... goes to the town before you're there for some reason and leaves before you get there, but I, whatever. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> there is even, a, like, this is the weirdest. When you get to uh, Gao or whatever it's called. Yes, yeah. Um, There's this girl in, like, a back alley who doesn't say anything to you, mm-hmm. and the the town music cuts out, and it's like, she hands you a, she hands you a small slip of paper. It has a picture of a jackal. This must Jesus. be his calling card. And it's like, su- like, it's really well done. It's like super ominous and creepy. Yeah. But at the same time, like, why would he telegraph to you that he's there? I Right, exactly. <laughs> or, or like, is she trying to warn you or is she trying to threaten and intimidate you? Right. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think the game designers know. <laughs> All I can say is, is that if if you want to play a game from Super Nintendo that plays well. Like it's a you're not going to be mad at the controls, it's just fine. Nothing's too difficult. You don't you don't even you don't need to like abuse save states to beat this game. There's it's nothing like that. You Yeah, can no, just... it's it's fairly easy. I did have a difficult time with the end boss, but I also like was hoarding healing items. Yeah, I was watching you do that. I was like this guy's just not going to use any healing items. I know it. <laughs> I I used a bunch of them as I as I started running out of lives because I kind of saw those as as the same thing. Yeah, I can see that. And like the save is right before then. So it's like if I game over, I lose basically nothing. Right. So that's it's it's not a it's not a hard game. It's, no, but oh it's, my God. it's shockingly linear. It is. And it's I, very I've linear. referred to it as a JRPG, and I do think that it's a JRPG, but it's an action RPG. It's, it's Zelda esque. It terms feels of, like a Zelda slash mana like more game. linear. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe a mana. Yeah, that's maybe it's more mana, honestly. Like, um, like a little bit, um, but I would, I would highly suggest, I mean, we spoiled you, the whole game, so you're not going to get that, but there's still like, there's so much awkward just, well, off share, the rails show it to someone that hasn't heard this yet. Yeah. Just play it with somebody that hasn't had the, had the, the joy of hearing all of this stuff. Yeah, Cause it's, 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 it's going to be, so you, you're going to know the beats that are coming, but when you actually experience them, you're still going to be like, Jesus Christ. This hearing about it awful. is hearing about it sure is definitely a different something. thing. Like we've, we've probably didn't, we forgot. I'm sure we forgot stuff or we didn't tell oh, stuff. Yeah. Was, like there's gotta a, be something a lot that of we've the, missed. A lot of the stuff that sets up a lot of these like big drops of like, Whoa, okay, we're doing this. Um, a lot of it is, uh, 
It's still, it's very, it's, it's, it's set up by like the smaller moments. Yeah. The, the sort of like momentary dialogue, the, the little, the, the little bits, the little character building bits. And you can't truly know Kara until you've, until you've read all of those. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but yeah, so I would, that's, I would that say, is an I exhaustive, I, I would say that is a, that is an exhaustive breakdown of illusion of God. We, we talked more about like the story and the plot because that's to me, that is the, no, that's the draw to this game. The, that, that's that's what, the that's reason I wanted to, that's why I wanted to like get that part out of the way. Yeah. You, of. you started off with like, what do you think of the gameplay? And honestly, the gameplay is fine. Yeah. It, it does it's the solid, job. Like it's, said. it's pretty fun. It doesn't do anything like it doesn't do anything crazy. Interesting. It doesn't do anything crazy. Unique. It, no, it, it's good. it, it gets, gets the, the job, job done. done. Yeah, it, it gets you exactly. Great minds. No, it gets you from place to place. It's not. Uh, it doesn't feel amazing, but it doesn't feel bad. It's reasonably fun. Yeah, I I really like the um, I really like the mechanic, the leveling mechanic actually. Oh, the leveling right. so mechanic. Okay, we can not, talk about that for a second. Yeah. Yeah, the leveling mechanic is not based on. Um, it's, it's not, not based on points experience points. It is based on room clears. Yeah. When you kill every enemy in a room, which like shout outs to like the enemies in this game, not respawning. I think that's actually really cool. I love that. Um, it helps you when in, in, in the trickier dungeons where you get lost. It's yep. like, Oh, I've been here before. Good. Yeah. Yeah. And if there's, if you see enemies, it's like, okay, this is new. Mm-hmm. Like it actually does help with navigation. Um, so the, yeah, basically the way it works is there's three main stats. There's HP, which it frustratingly refers to as power. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And then there's attack power, which is strength. And then there's <laughs> defense, which is defense. And um, and th- like those are your stats. That's really that's really it. And it's very it's aside from defense, which is a little harder to see. It's very clear what the uh, what each of these things do. You get HP up, yeah. It, it you get an extra half pip of health. When you get strength up, you start doing literally one point more damage each time. Mm-hmm. Um, when you uh, and when you get defense, I assume you take less damage per hit, but I didn't really see it because the enemies kind of scale with you, so it doesn't really that kind of just much. that kind of just happens. Yeah, but I really like the idea that like you when you clear a room you get one of those upgrades me too I like. but that. only when you clear a room if you if you go through the game beating only 90 percent of the enemies in each room you never level up you're gonna be super weak yeah and that's a problem i i think there's some rooms you literally have to clear to move on but yes but it incentivizes you to actually go through and like oh crap there's one enemy left where is it i gotta go find it it's kind of like the opposite of of how some of the the newer paper Mario's function, right? <laughs> where, where like fighting doesn't do anything for you. Where, where sometimes fighting is like annoying and, and it's, it's, it's it, cause there's no benefit to it. Right. Like, like you said, there's, you don't get, you may not get anything from it. And that just sort of sucks. So right. it's kind of cool that this game, they didn't want you to grind on monsters, but at the same time they wanted there to be a, uh, some kind of reason for you to finish killing stuff. So right. I, think, I, like, I actually like that quite a bit. Yeah. I, I actually like that quite a bit as a mechanic. Um, the combat again, like it, it does the job. I feel, I feel neither hot nor cold, cold about it. Yeah, like there I were some moves that I liked using, but generally it's kind of just, 
it feels a lot like Zelda combat. It's mm-hmm. positioning based. You just kind of move around and you, you know, you kind of get a sense of what your range is and then you just swipe. Yeah. You swipe and you swipe and hit and, and it's fine. It's it. But like the added benefit of like, yeah, but if you track down all the enemies, um, then you, then you get like a bonus, you get a level up mm-hmm. that actually made combat feel really rewarding. And so I actually, I actually ended up seeking it out, which was I think nice. That's cool. Um, the music. I also good. didn't find out until about halfway through the game that the same, the like flute spinning thing that you use for, uh, for like pulling statues is also a shield. Whoops. Oh, I didn't <clears throat> remember that. So I wonder if I even used it. It's really, it's really important in later fights. It blocks a lot of stuff that seems too fast to avoid because, because you're not is. supposed to avoid it. <laughs> because it actually is. Yeah, it's actually well, super important in the boss fight because oh. it shoot, it like it shoots really fast oh, projectiles, that's right, that's and then right. it's like, oh, you just, oh. you just like aura block it, and it works. So like that's actually that's actually really cool. Um, I think it, like it's fine. Like I have nothing bad to say about the about the like minute to minute gameplay, but like if it were just that, no, no, with, you play, you, you're playing this game for the story. Yeah, if it were just you're, that you're, without the without the story and the dialogue and the then antics, you played it before. It's yeah, it's nothing. It's nothing. It's nothing special. But the story I would, makes I this would game feel so great. Not like, strongly about it in the slightest. This game will have a lasting impact on you. Maybe not for the reasons they're intended. But yeah. <laughs> you'll you'll never look at a a, a a small pig ever again the same way. <laughs> yeah, I, I do think that a lot of what the game does, it is not doing intentionally. Um, yeah, but I I enjoyed it for I I enjoyed it in my own ways. For I, those, I, I think, for those reasons, I'd like to take a second. I don't know who who requested this because Cell Badger. So thank you very much. Thank you, Cell Badger. For yeah, that's it's probably worth pointing out. Like. We should have um, started this episode, like, brought to you by... Yeah. Podcasts on my Twitch channel can be requested via channel points. Mm-hmm. And um, Cell Badger is the first to request a podcast, and it was this game. And I'm glad that he did, because it's a game that I've been interested in for a long time, and I've heard people say is good, but never never really took the time to... Uh, to, to dive into it. To dive into it, and... This was the excuse that I needed, and I am better for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which le- which brings us to next week, which will be our say. second requested podcast, and a much likely much less enjoyable one. <laughs> um, no, no. <laughs> well, let's reserve judgment, okay? I've played Until it before, play- so. Oh yeah, that's but right. I played like the first stage because that's Jesse was like, "Hey, what- I played this game as a kid. You should play it." And I was like, oh, this is, oh, oh. Jesse, what have you done to us? She requested it, so. (laughs) It's uh, it's called Karnov. It's a Data East game about a, uh, about a, I don't know, like Ukrainian strong, Turkish? Something like that, yeah. He's a, he's a, he's a strong man. He's a strong boy. Mm Mm-hmm. He's just a big, he's a big strong man. And, um, and he shoots fireballs. And the music will earworm you. Oh, Jesus. Like, I didn't say much about the music because, honestly, like, I don't remember a whole lot of it. Yeah. But you mean in Illusion of Gaia? In Illusion of Gaia. Yeah, no, that's what I was saying. Is that the, the music, the music is, is decent. Like, it's 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 kind of a weird place where it's not really memorable enough where you'll be humming the tune to yourself. 
but I think if the game means bad. a lot to you, then like you probably oh, okay. have a lot of those. Yeah, I think you probably have true. a lot of those games committed to memory really hard. That's true. That's true. But like for me right now, like I can't even think of a tune to be honest. Yeah. I just, I can, I can, I'm thinking of one like cave tune, but I'm not going to, I, this would be the point where I would like phase it in to end the episode, but it's like, it's not really a good, it's not really a good listen tune. So I probably won't do that. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe just you, you, you pick whatever song you want and I'll be happy with it. (laughs) Yeah. I'll I'll listen through it. Like, cause there are good themes. Yes, absolutely. The music there's, there's definitely, I just have to remember and find them and I will put one. It's going to be one of those things where you hear it and you're like, Oh yeah, I like that song. Yeah. It's totally going to be that. If I'd played the game like three times, then I'd have like really strong memories attached to them, but I haven't, so I don't. Right. But the music is good. The, the music is all like it all it all does the job real well. It's it's kind of like the combat. It's there and it's good, but like it didn't blow me away. Mm-hmm. But like this is definitely a game where like the the window dressing, the 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 core of the game is fine. Everything they build on top of that, all of the all of the storytelling and and honestly, the world building. Yeah. In this it's, game it's is good. super strong and, and sells it the rest of the way. And uh, that's about all I have to say about it. Me too. If you, I, if you want fun. further like minute to minute opinions on Illusion of Gaia, do check the YouTube channel where those uploads will be coming regularly multiple times a week for probably the next couple of months, I'd say. Yeah, you got you got do yourself a favor and watch it. It's uh, it's There's one of my really funny it's, moments. It's definitely one of my I wouldn't say it's one of my favorite games as a game, but it's definitely become one of my favorite um, like Let's Plays or playthroughs that I've done as from an entertainment perspective. Oh, no, it's it, I was going to say it's, not, it's nowhere near one of my favorite games, but having watched it. Because it is very, you, very it's been super fun. Yeah, it is very, very much a show your friends game. Yeah, this is a, you would if if you want to have a, a a good time, play this with some people that have never heard anything about it, and you're all gonna just be <laughs> you're you'll be just as confused as all of the characters. Yep. So I yep. think that's I think that's that's uh that's the illusion of I th- Gaia. Yeah, I think that's all I got, man. And then I've, I've given, I've given very much of myself to this game. No, let's, 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 that's, perfect. and it let's, has deserved it, but I'm, we'll it's time to, we'll move on to Karnov next week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's going to be a very different experience for us both. <laughs> I look forward to it. All right. We'll see you then guys. Yep. See ya.